JNL, James Nolan Lambert, that, that was my dad, Marianne. My mom was the heart of the kitchen, man. That's where all the warmth in the house yeah. came from. It was was my mom, so I get, had to name the cooker after my mom. Yes. Love it. That's um, beautiful. It's a 1,000-gallon propane tank that was built in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Hi, fan, you good boy. Built in <laughs> Vicksburg, Mississippi back in 1969. Um, spent a lot of decades out out in some field until uh, Matt and Caleb Johnson from Millscale Metalworks and dragged it out and brought it to Texas and made something gorgeous out of it. I yeah. love that pit so much. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Austin All Day Podcast. I am Jason Powers. It is National Barbecue Month, so this is Barbecue All Day, and we are here with JNL. Let's take a quick moment to hear from our sponsors. You fan of local coffee? Try Los Altos Coffee Co. You can use discount code ALLDAY at checkout for 10% off your order. They have a killer cold brew and a variety of other roasts, and it will be delivered locally. That's Los Altos Coffee Co. Big Fish HVAC is a number that you want in your back pocket as summer approaches. They are prompt and considerate of your budget. Daryl at 512-653-1414 can get you taken care of if anything goes haywire. We all love a good sparkling water, especially in the summer. Rambler has just released a Yao Pan Tea energy drink. Yao Pan Tea is not like a Yerba, not like a coffee. It's a little lighter, a little more mild, but it is a pick-me-up. And there's a few different flavors to choose from. And Danny and I are handing those out when we do our Get Smash sessions, which ties me into Austin and Rosemary at Spread & Co. Not only are they providing these lovely charcuterie boards for our guests, they are making our smash buns when Danny and I go out on Wednesday mornings and smash burgers for a kitchen to give back to the culinary community get smashed all day you know at austin all day we love our produce and we love johnson's backyard garden for a limited time you can get a csa membership and use 10 percent off using the discount code all day at checkout you can select the size of your box select the location you want to pick your box up at and get the freshest produce from jbg organic who doesn't love that i don't buy a hat while you're there Something you will not find at Johnson's Backyard Garden, but you will find at JCN Farms are incredible microgreens. Get on jcnfarms.com. Check out the microgreens. They will also deliver this to you locally, sometimes the same day, and you can use the discount code all day at checkout for 10% off your order. That is a killer deal. We all want to waste less, save more. No more paper. Download Choco and place your orders online. Never miss an order. It's the number one tool for restaurants and suppliers. Let's hear from J and L. Ready to rock and roll? Are we ready to rock and roll? Let's do it. <laughs> so we, we will have Josie um, joining. Does it sound like I'm saying Josie? Yeah, kind of. You kind of run Every those words time, together. Every time, you need a little gap. It works for him. Joe. It works for Jay-Z. Jay-Z. <laughs> well, he doesn't like Jay-Z, which is like... Which is well, Jay is like Jason. That's not Joe. Jay-Z, Joe. Oh, man. That is Jay-Z. a difference. It's a cool, cool There's a height difference, though. too. Joe. It's like the only difference. <laughs> but somebody was... Just, I just said to Kate, I said, Josie's going to be... Who is Josie? But like Josie. I was like, it's a girl we know. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, J&L, Barbecue, Sarah, and Ben. Good to be here. Yeah, we've been trying to plan this for a while. We're we're finally doing it. Yes. Um, and we have a, a special guest again. What up, Yoni? Yoni. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Let's get into some drinks here. Oh, we got some Ranch Riders. Thank you, Ranch Rider. 
Drinking a little Meridian Hive here. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Skinny B. Cheers, Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Yes. Have you had these ranch riders, either of y'all? Hell yeah. Um, During the ice storm, actually, Millskill got a hold of us to go into a a burger cooking event on the east side at Ranch Rider. Oh, nice. Um, We hadn't had them before that, and yeah, got a good buzz that day, just cooking in the snow. Did like 250 hamburgers, I think. Jeez, that's awesome. In like three hours. And now I'm in love with the Chilton. The Chilton. The <laughs> Chilton's your great. Favorite. And that Millskill uh, Santa Maria grill that we cooked on. That thing was awesome. Nice. Also, uh, exciting news. They're coming out with a new one, a Moscow Mule. Oh, yeah. New beverage. Yeah. It's really good. Maybe hmm. there'll be another uh, event for that. That'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we made our, our way over there for the first time. And I'm glad it took, it took so long, but we did it. But I will say... You seem very happy. It was it? very good barbecue. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond the barbecue, you seem comfortable and happy. And I said that to Joe. He's like, well, he's doing what he loves. He's with his family. It's like, it's very true. And it's always awesome to spend any day in Texas. Yeah, it was a great vibe up there mm-hmm. yesterday, too. Had less, some live music and stuff. It was nice. It right? was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the spread of food, man. I was very, very uh, uh, excited when I saw it hit the table. <laughs> we appreciate yeah, those that. Those burn-ins were great. It was good to see you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, your barbecue is beautiful, bro. Thank sure, you. dude. And you, 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 you tried to make it look really pretty for us, and it was great. Thanks. Sorry for calling barbecue pretty. It's supposed to be and yeah. ugly at the same time, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. The uh, so, how long have y'all been at it? Um, November. Oh wait, no, it was April second. Yeah, April second was our our year anniversary at Buzzmill. Okay. And um, so I guess we had started November twenty nineteen. Yep. Is that accurate? Right on. At Buzzmill, this is a good spot, right, for you? Yeah. Um, we were at the, our original location was over at Shady, um, at Shady and 7th, and that was a much bigger area. But uh, when the shutdown happened, we lost that location, so we had to move. Yeah. And we um, replaced Little Nona's, which was a vegan pizza trailer. And mm-hmm. I kind of thought that was the most Texas move of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Replacing with barbecue. Yeah. There is, so you got Plow Burger. And there is still like a vegan ass thing behind you. What is it? Um, did I hear direction. you say? Did I hear you say it was going to become a uh, um, vegetarian place except for your barbecue? Yeah, and then the seventeen seventy six cheesesteak trailer that's okay. on the other side of the parking lot, right next to another vegan trailer. So that's those guys with good stock. Yeah, seventeen seventy six. Yeah, great dudes. Right um, but yeah, they were the original food trailer there. It was um, well, Blue Ox Barbecue where I used to work, and then um, before I went over to the other restaurant. Um, it was Blue Ox, and then it was 1776, and then they were there for five years okay. before any other food trailers really started moving in. Uh, um, what a mashup, vegan and, uh, and barbecue. Yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> it's an Austin thing to do. Yeah, yeah, you could sit there and eat your vegan burger and then smell some barbecue. And coming, you get coffee and beer. <clears throat> yeah, coffee, beer, whiskey, tequila, well, and anything I, you want. I worry about it because some of the vegan trailers, they say they make, like, what's the place next to y'all? They make, like, a pork buns and... Uh, that's Plowbow. Plowbow. Plowburger? Joyce that owns that. Plowbow. Yeah, she does yeah. Um, vegan dim sum. Oh, wait. Is there a Plowburger and Plowbow? Yeah. Oh, uh, all, their stuff has, all their stuff has plow in front of it. So okay. But and then it's bow buns. Yeah. That's um, the, okay. Is that the fried ones that they that's did for the, the uh, French French toast? Yeah, I was eating that, and I was like, because we had somebody order the fr- French toast bow bun. I didn't know it was a bow bun. I was like eating it, and I was like, this kind of like has a texture of like chicken. <laughs> I was so confused as to what it was. But it tasted like a cinnamon toast crunch cereal. Nice. No, cinnamon toast, French toast crunch. Yeah, there was cereal. a discussion about this which yesterday. Is, which is very... <laughs> 
Which that's, is addicting and good and full of... That's my only concern is that there's meat words on the vegan thing. Yeah, so I'm yeah. afraid someone's going to come up to you and be like, oh, brisket. Well, we, 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 can't, get, <laughs> we can't go too deep into bashing all the, that kind of... Uh, <laughs> I don't bash eat whatever you want. But, I mean, but yeah. it's kind of crazy, right? With It's always like a veggie, veggie burger or like chi- whatever, soy finger, chicken fingers. We had a veggie burger at the table yesterday. It's like you could just eat the chicken. Well, it's the point to where people are always walking up asking, like stressed out, look in their eyes, just like, <laughs> is this real meat? <laughs> and I always still say the same thing because our, our logo is a cow skull and a pig skull next to each other. And I just say those skulls didn't come out of a head of cabbage. Yeah. So. There you go. Well, yeah. When is the uh, brisket, the uh, vegan brisket going to debut on your menu? I do remember there used to be a place there called Vegan Nam back in the day. Okay. And um, I think they're still in town. Vegan yeah. Nam. Um, and they were doing a vegan brisket, which is still always just confusing to me. That, is, that is confusing. What do they use? I, I was no totally idea. joking. It's a real thing. Really? Yeah, yeah it's oh a real thing. <laughs> wow. That's bad. Well, I mean, you just take the same thing and just make it a different color and call it that meat. Like yeah. cook tofu for 12 hours on no, the smoker? No, I, I think it's, it was usually like seitan. I have satan, no clue. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some soy protein. You started talking about your, your work history, which is a, which is an interesting subject. You've, had, uh, you've been under some... Uh, some interesting folks here in Austin. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where are some? I, I know the the one that sticks out is working, um, working with Aaron, yeah? Yeah. So uh, my first barbecue job was a place called Swinging Door back in um, Houston, back in, I think, 99. Like that, like that name? Um, loved Swinging Door, became a tattooer for years and years and years. And then um, once I moved to Austin, um, I was working at Emos, working security for a long time. Yeah. And that was awesome. And the old emos, yeah, old emos, oh, new yeah. emos. And once um, they got Buzzmill going, we did the build out on that. And then there was a trailer called Blue Ox because Jason Sabala really wanted to have barbecue at his place, but his whole thing was all about barbecue and flapjacks. So there was a lot of that involved. <laughs> that's, but, that's interesting. You mentioned uh, the tattooing though. What, how long did you do that for? Uh, about 14 years total. Oh, wow. Um, so you always like into, you're doing from a your, young or, man. Or, yeah. Original right. artwork and all that stuff. And, yeah. Like, that's that's funny. You still do that at all? Nah, not at all. This not was way all. before all the tattoo TV shows and all that was yeah. happening. So, yeah. Um, yeah, tattoos blew up like cooking blew up. They way. totally did. Uh, Were I you cooking that. barbecue back then? Oh, always cooking since yeah. I was a little kid, um, just for family and friends, just something I've always been into. But so I was a blue ox for about a year and a half, and um, I realized there wasn't anything that I could learn there. Yeah. Or anything I could really do to make that better. So I finally just like I didn't know what I was going to do. I just quit the job, and then day after that, um, one of my old coworkers, Carl, who owns um, Al Bear Barbecue out in Denver, really, hell yeah, really badass human being. Spot. I love Carl. Um, he gave me a call, said there was an open over opening over at Franklin, so I went over there, did a stodge for that, and then I got hired the next day. And then started working there, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I was used to working one fire and then going from one fire to four fires. And um, this was August 18th when I started there, so just like right in the heat of it. So is there a guy uh, that's dedicated to nothing but fire the whole time? Um, you got four boxes? Back then, yeah, it was, it was one guy that was running that shift, and then eventually it became two guys working the night shift too, but... Um, yeah, you're just trying to maintain that temperature. That's very, awesome. very high standards. Yeah. Um, got me whipped into shape really quick. I think I lost about 80 pounds in the first three months Boom. there. Yeah, you talked about uh, uh, Aaron Franklin being like a wizard because he had this special power. Yeah. Um, it was something I never really understood. And 
I mean, you're always kind of skeptical of it when you can just walk into a room, smell something, you know exactly what happened during what part of the cook that might have gone wrong or something that, that could have been done different. Yeah. And that's like you didn't really believe that that could happen until, you know, you're like three or four years into it. And, and then all of a sudden that clicks and you have that in your head. It's like I smelled this thing and I knew what happened yeah. at a certain time. It's a good feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Working under Aaron, working under Braun, um, amazing cooks, amazing people. Um yeah, best times of my life. Just really, really, really awesome. Um, just keeping those standards. And we were working f- four fires at first, and then they moved in another cooker. So then it's like, okay, you're running five fires. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was awesome, man. Just like real. But real, being part of that growth, I mean, you were there for what, what years were you there? Um, started 2014, something like that. Um, yeah, 2014 and up. So it was two weeks after the original smokehouse was built. And then a few years later, of course, it burned down. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I was there for I was there to see a lot of change. I think there was maybe thirty people that were on payroll and on the schedule when I first started there, and then it was around fifty when I you left. You saw it explode. Yeah. It Did awesome. you uh, ever eat at that place before it was Franklin's? No. It was Long Branch. No, never had time. <laughs> well, you were. What were you doing then? I was still cooking. And, uh, uh, well, I wasn't before. I wasn't cooking uh, before barbecue Franklin's. then. I was. I was still um, working. I guess working security. Oh yeah. I Wait, it was called Long Branch. Ben's Long Branch. Yeah. It was a barbecue place. Yeah. Now, didn't wasn't there? Oh no, I'm thinking because down the street was the Long Branch, the bar. Yeah. So that that place, uh, Ben's Long Branch, was a, a barbecue place for a long time in Austin. And they had an oiler and, cooker. Yeah. In there. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Is there like a little square on the ground where it used to be? No, um, all of that had already been ripped out and changed. Oh, okay. But when um, when they first got it, they were just trying to figure out what they were going to do with that oiler. I mean that's a forty thousand dollar cooker. Yeah, that's crazy. That had history on it. Yeah. yeah, but they if you don't take care of them, they they turn to trash. Mm-hmm. Everything's rusty. The smoke just never smells good. Yeah, because it just never got cleaned inside. Yeah, you can't, can't even sandblast it out. It's just so deep in there. Yeah. Did, so a five year run with Aaron. Yeah, I was. Um, I timed my two weeks to be one day before five, my five year anniversary. Okay. I don't oh, know yeah. why I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and, and so when did y'all meet? We met in... 2007? 2007. Here? Yeah. In Houston. In Houston. And we were together for about a year before my, my mom passed and then oh. just decided we needed a change and wanted to move here to be closer to my sister. Okay. Cool. Well, sorry to hear Good about move. your mother. But, um, Appreciate it. But positive, positive move, yeah? Yeah, definitely. So when you were growing up, was mom cooking at home and stuff? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Mom was cooking. Dad was cooking. Um, so you had a uh, – did you always have, like, a passion from a young, young age? Definitely. Uh, my When my little sister and I were, were tiny kids, we'd always go down to the, the river once it would dry up, and we were p- pulling flagstone out to help my dad build his barbecue pit and just oh, cool. to load, load rocks on the back of his truck. So did he teach you the ways of the, the – As cube? much as he could back then. Yeah. I mean, he, he passed when I was 16, so right around that age, like, you're not – you're a little bit more rebellious. You're not, yeah. not really trying to listen to your parents too much or any of that. So I don't know what you're talking about. I, I got I, – <laughs> I got what I got what I could um, from him while yeah. he was around, and he really, really got my passion going for it, and that's why we named the place after him, that yes, JNL. That's J&L. James Nolan Lambert. Good that's story. Yeah. That is a good story, and that's such a young age to lose some. Like that's that that must have been rough. Oh yeah. So did you still is kick off? Did you were you working in restaurants then? No, um, back then I was working at uh, Emu and Ostrich Ranch. Whoa, <laughs> um, it was like right after. That's cool. Right after Emus kind of lost their worth. So did you have to like wrangle them and shit? Um, it was more of a slaughterhouse aspect of it. Oh yeah, um, for meat, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. were I mean, you were cutting? 
Uh, learned a little bit of cutting there. Didn't have anybody to learn off of. Just kind of had to figure it out on my own. All right. Um, is there like a? I mean, they have like the longest necks. Is there like a spot you cut at, or you just uh, chop you, them wherever? So back then, since emus are worth so much, they were microchipped. So you had to get that microchip out of them. Wow! And oh my goodness! Into that. People eat them. I, some people do, I guess. I if wouldn't you do cut it. it off, like does it flail around? Like uh, there's a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a strong animal. <laughs> you oh can add your yeah. own soundtrack to it, yeah. And their their legs go forward <laughs> at you, so okay, oh, yeah. Good. Times. So how'd you do that? Did you have to like? Did you have a machine, something to help you? Oh uh, no, it was a um, tire full of food and a pickaxe handle. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Harvesting. Didn't have much. Didn't have much direction back in nineteen. Oh, it was just a handle. You didn't even. You didn't even chop them. You just hit them. Yeah. Wow. It's like like t-ball. Just knock their heads backwards. Did you? Uh, so did you? Oh, <laughs> I just texted you. <laughs> Welcome, another special Josie. guest. Cheers, brother. Oh, here. Josie. Here's your. Uh, Not to be confused with Josie. Get, your, get yourself a beverage out of the yeah, Austin All Day cooler. Yes. Uh, so, how do you, do you guys know each other? We used to play in bands together back in Houston back in the day. No kidding. Yeah, kind of ran with the same crew. All right. All right. You know, uh, I'm sure you do. Joe's number one in episode 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Z. Joe Z. All right. Well, welcome, welcome, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate thank, it. Yep. Thank you for joining us. That all looked good. Yoni has his little setup. Yeah. His Mike's good placement. All right. Maybe put it over here exactly. so you can see his face. Perfect. Cool. All right. So, yes, it, we met up with well, that's who we met yesterday for, yeah. Yeah, for the folks who weren't there. And we had a great time. True story. <laughs> it's a true, true story. And there's no, there's no lies in there. Okay, so where were we at? We're talking about, um, your, we're talking about your history, but the meat cutting. You oh know, yeah, we were never, talking about the ostrich emu. What, the ostriches you, were just assholes. Yeah, <laughs> had to fight them for their eggs. So it's easy to kill them at one point. But did you get a proper um, like uh, education in cutting? No, not at all. Never. So uh, did you, you didn't butcher one ever. Uh, we butchered them every day. Yeah, yeah. but so didn't did. have any guidance like a on big it. Chicken. It was just a, a really old guy that had these animals that were kind of worthless monetarily at that point since the market had just dropped off on him. So he was just selling their meat after that. Okay. Um, Yeah. Again, that was when I was 16, so it was a long time ago to remember all the details. But then into restaurants shortly after? Uh, Yeah. uh, Once I moved to Houston after I graduated high school, and I guess I was in 98, um, I started working at Swing Door Barbecue because my sister had got a hostess job there. And then so I got a job washing dishes. And because I had a little bit of experience with the the emu thing, um, they moved me up to Cutter within the first month. Oh, there you go. So start washing dishes like you're supposed to in the restaurant industry. Bust your ass. (laughs) Then move up. We we agree that that's the most important person in the kitchen. Definitely. Yeah, dude, that's where yeah. it starts. Yeah. You don't yeah. clean plates, you can't serve food. Right. You don't know that until you don't got one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um, the so, school of hard knocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was working at Swinging Door, and that was back when um, – it was way before Aaron came along and started doing his thing, teaching people that they should continue to cook the brisket. And so it was one of those places where they pull the brisket out, and then they cut the entire point off, and then you throw the point towards the back, and then somebody's back there just chopping it all up so they can sell chopped beef by the pound. Yeah, um, it's horrifying. Yeah, and a lot of places still do that. And I mean, if I, I'm no what, no one to knock what anybody's doing with their thing, that's yeah. their thing. Um, but Aaron came along and kind of taught people that you can keep doing these things to cook that point the rest of the way, and then that might be the best tasting piece of brisket you'll ever have in your life. Yeah. Right. Um, He's become very successful. Yeah, and we're very fortunate that he came along and did that. Yeah. So you. Um, you had your your five year run from him, and then you timed it. And then when did J and L 
open after that? So we had already been planning. I think I put in about a almost a year and a half notice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Aaron knew. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And how um, supportive like was that? Very like, supportive. Was cool. Yeah. And um, it's it's one of those things where I didn't want to. It, it takes a long time to get a business going, to get all your, your shit going, getting your cooker built and all that stuff. So. I didn't want to make it seem like I was going behind anybody's back with any other motive of wanting mm -hmm. to do my thing. So right. as soon as we decided we were going to do it, I went straight to him and talked to him about it. And just one of those drank a beer together, cheers, and told me any help that I ever need, he'd, he'd help me out. And you mentioned Davis. Was there a crossover? With, you working there with him? Davis had left his job. Barry Davis. Yeah, great dude. Um, Davis had left his job in San Antonio. And he was driving to Franklin every day from San Antonio wow, to, to cook. And some dedication he, there. He, he got hired on there as a, a night cook, I think. And then he was, um, he just got, got pushed into the, or not pushed, but um, took a role of cutter for like the rest of his time there. He was just really fast and really good at it. So right. he was a cutter there for a long time. Well, that's, cool. that's how I got to know him. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. We just, was that on air about the soccer stadium? It just opened up. I don't, I don't know. We talked about it. I was thinking about that just now. I don't know if we if we were talking about that, but when we were talking about them getting hammered out there. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so they they had been planning on it um, at, over at Circle Brewing to have the a bunch of stuff from the soccer stadium bleed over there, and then they'd be able to to do their service and have people tailgate the parking lot and stuff like that. But yeah. then. First day was on Saturday, and yeah, they were very successful. Looked like yeah. they had a great day cool. out there, great turnout of people. Yeah. Just looking day. at the pictures from it just made me really excited for them. It's well, gonna be it's gonna be big yeah. for everybody out there. Yeah. For all of Austin. Yeah. Definitely. It will be. Yeah. Let's hop into our well, go ahead, Joey. I, I was gonna say, uh put put all the games on your calendar though, because if you live near there, trying to drive through there's oh, gonna yeah. be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um Joe, that's by or so, work over there, yeah. Yeah, CDO <laughs> work. Let's hop into because uh, I was like thinking we have this new segment called Potty Talk. It's a good segment. It's a good segment, mm -hmm. Joe. I don't know if you've been a part of it, but you have a nice bathroom at Culinary Dropout. Yeah, yeah. Big. <laughs> I like the doors in there. What you got? Favorite bathrooms in in Austin? Or I don't know anywhere. But well, Joe, Joe, you go go ahead. And we'll, we'll... Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Yellow Jacket. Cause it reminds me, it reminds me of the dirty, grimy, like punk yeah. rock bars that we all used to hang out at when we were kids. Hang out in bathrooms, I like it. Yeah, stickers a, all over the walls. That is a wild bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> stickers all over the walls, holes punched in them. You know, that's a that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, I like that. Ben, any? Anything? Uh, I'd have to go with the two most famous bathrooms in Austin. Yeah, of course, there's Nickel City. Oh, okay. okay. That's like so many selfies um, from oh. everybody. <laughs> it's like an Instagram bathroom. Yeah. And then another world-famous bathroom, well, now that Emo's on Riverside's closed down and they don't have that trough anymore, where I had to move that thing three times after we shut it down. Oh, um, there's the famous Jackalope bathroom there you go. where you walk in and you're just making eye contact with somebody that's having a really hard time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sarah, any, any? I don't know. I just gotta go all of Texas and just say Bucky's. Bucky's. Oh. <laughs> the is there it is. By Bucky's. <laughs> it's like you have to say Bucky's. Right? Thank you. Yeah. That's where you go. I mean, you go, you buy your food, and you go in the bathroom because you know it's all. That's yeah, it's, it's safe. <laughs> you can drink your coffee in there, whatever. <laughs> have a little picnic. Like that would be the spot. Lay eat, out a blanket. Eat your jerky. Yeah, eat your jerky. <laughs> Bucky's barbecue. Hey, hey. We do it. It's I can't go pinch. by. I can't go by Bucky's without getting a chopped beef sandwich from there. there. Go. It's um, the only barbecue I still really eat is just chopped beef sandwiches. <laughs> cool. I love them. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, there's they really are special, you know. I mean, even like I drive by Rudy sometimes, and I'll go in there, and they'll have the ones that are wrapped up under the heat lamp. Yeah, and that bread like perfectly molds to the meat. And yep. it's just like the, oh, all right, it's awesome. That, so there, there you go, potty talking, Yoni. You've been a part of this segment for a few few uh, episodes here. So I mean, you've heard my answers, but I do like. I, I never thought to go the other direction to just be like, oh, the rattiest bathroom oh. in the city. <laughs> what well, we got there, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I think it's cool because the just the bathrooms of the city are, that you could make a your own show or Instagram sure. just about those because they are so wildly different and it's great. Like we were talking about the Vulcan, like the Vulcan gas company, like they just got like some random leak, so there was just like you, Water, you walked the waterfall. In, there's a waterfall. <laughs> the sink's like crooked, and then the 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 paper towel thing broke because it was under the water. So then there's just like a soaking wet thing of paper towels, and the, both the stalls are kind of at an angle because they have frat parties there. That's yeah. awesome. It, it's like if you close your eyes and sit like a Buddha, it's like you're in a little tranquil oh, yeah. place. The waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> Potty talk. Like you open your eyes and you're in a horror movie. Then you had like Liberty Bathroom where you know there's some sense of danger walking in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the door's like, what? It's like 20 inches wide. It's like, you're yeah. like <laughs> well, cool. So, okay, there's Potty Talk. That was we great. Wrap up. Let's go. <laughs> so, we're, you guys working together. You met in 20, 2007. Yeah. And then uh, how'd that, your relationship play out to lead to uh, open up a barbecue, barbecue joint together? Um, it was one of those things where, oh, okay. go ahead. Go I ahead. don't know. It just happened. Just happened. <laughs> Serendipitous? Sure. Is that the word, serendipitous? That's a good word. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. She was working at AT&T in the call center for 10 years. And AT&T. Yeah. It was special. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. It was special, and I'm happy to no we're, longer be a part we, of you it. You were rescued. <laughs> so, it's one of those things where it's like, I think on the Tales from the Pits podcast, we talked about it to where it made the most sense to me, where it's like you... Don't go to college to work at the college. You go to college to learn your skills, learn what you need to do, and then get out and do your own thing with your knowledge. Yeah. And it just seemed like the right time. Um, she, of course, hated the hell out of her job. Who who would love that job? Yeah. At yeah. AT&T yeah. in the call center. Yeah, a and, sociopath maybe. I yeah. Don't know, well, yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I think there's a correlation between terrible jobs and amazing people. Because an awful job will drive you towards your dreams because mm-hmm. you're just like, I don't want to. Real estate, realtor? Yeah. Realtor, <laughs> re- real estate was terrible. I mean, he, uh, all the comedians I know, if you ask them, it's almost better to have a shitty job yeah. because you'll be like, I need to get better at something else because I don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, what, so where's your history with, um, you know, cooking barbecue? Or is it begin with Ben? Well, it's funny because. I thought for the longest time that I didn't really like brisket oh, because wow. I had just not had good brisket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finally had good brisket, and I was like, this is what it's supposed to taste like. It's yeah. so good. And now I love it. Um, but well, We talked about <laughs> that with Cade before with, like, Brussels sprouts and, you know, people yeah. growing up cooking things wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. food being cooked correctly. And, you know, we had your brisket. Your brisket was incredible. Thank yeah. you. You know, it's that, it's got that bend where it, like, stretches, but it doesn't break, and it's got the perfect uh, a bark on it. I mean, it was it was beautiful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And it says on your on your window, what does it say? Salt, pepper, and patience? Yep. That's right you there. Know? It's the three main ingredients. And, and it's oh. true. Anytime someone asks me, they're like, oh, what's that J&L place? Like, I just have to show them pictures because the food, like, the bark on everything, the food looks so good that it's not... There's no explaining it. I just have to be like, do you see how this piece of turkey looks juicy in oh my the God. picture? The turkey was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, That's we were excited to try that. All of it. Everything that was on that tray was 
Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if they told you, but there's a bunch of girls who work at uh, Hotel Van Zant. And they were like, turkey's our favorite thing. And I was like, well, you have to go to JNL. And then they went and they like immediately were texting me like, thank you so much. This is the best turkey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they told you. They come by a lot now. I love hearing it, man. That's what that's why we do it. It's yeah, of course, being able to make a living with it is one thing, but barbecue is about making the community happy. It's mm-hmm. about making your friends happy that randomly come over. And if you come over for us, then we're gonna treat you like friends. It's like you came to our backyard and you're drinking a beer with us. Um yeah, I mean, it's all about just making people happy. Hospitality, sorry, right, man, I love it. You guys, the plan was to open the place together, like, and quit AT and T, or did you quit before you opened? I don't remember. I think yeah. I quit. But that was the last before, job before JNL job, um, if you want to call it that. In between, I worked at Tiff's Treats delivering cookies. Oh, yeah. nice. Which so you, was got fun. Into, you got your foot in the business. It, it has its perks, right? It's like it went from like. <laughs> People waiting to yell at me on the phone yeah. to like people being excited. Yeah, to like you see got cookies, and yeah. it was like I was just at the job, like oh yeah, and I was like, you guys, I'm actually like genuinely happy to be here. Like yeah. I'm not sucking up. Like yeah. this is great. People are happy to see me, and I'm making people happy instead of getting yelled at all yeah. the time. So Foot in the door got the bug right for <laughs> yeah. that hospitality. Total. Do you like their cookies though? They're good. You like them? They yes. come with a glass of milk. Uh, they, they come with any. They come oh. in stacks with a box with like chocolate to Balloons. dip them into. The like, salted caramel blondie though is by far my favorite. They're always thing there. warm. They're always yes. warm. I don't know how they make it happen, but by the time they get to you, it's they're like they're still in, they're warm. in the the Domino's pizza delivery box. Yeah, did they put a warmer in your car? No, just heat bags, uh, oh, like heat insulated bags. bags, like pizza mm. comes in, and they literally bake them for you. Like if you put in an order, they. Okay, we could make this for, you know, oh Bob down the road. Yeah. So. Well, and they're geniuses. They're like, what do cookies need? Oh, a dipping sauce. Right. So right. they literally mm-hmm. have chocolate you can dip the cookies into. Oh, do they? They should like make frosting, a cereal basically. milk oh. to deliver with. The cereal milk be good. That's yeah. Milk Bar probably copyrighted that or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So they, that's they the ultimate trouble. way to make up Toasty's with a so lady. Awesome. If you make a mistake, order tips, trees, not flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> flowers are bad for. I'm sorry. Flowers should be a happy thing. Because they still die. That's true. They do die. They die. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I, I never know when to fl- throw flowers away. I'm like, they still look good. If it's falling <laughs> apart and it's hanging over, it's probably trash. Yeah, but they still got color. You so could like save it for around. like, smell good, huh? Yeah, Put it in your room. Yeah. So having a lady around at JNL, because that's what I, that's all, I always need the woman's touch to be like, no, those are dead, throw them away. Definitely. So it must be nice, right? Working together. You Like I said, I mentioned this earlier, and I told Joe, and I already said it here, so I'm repeating myself, but you seemed so happy yesterday. You just had like an aura around, you know? Like, mm-hmm. It is like being in your backyard. I want to get to work with my favorite person. There you go. Uh, Boom. So sweet. We've been to, we just had our 10-year wedding anniversary. We've been together for 15 years, and Congratulations. it sucks to not be around each other. So. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we're very fortunate to be able to have that dynamic together we're yeah. always making each other laugh and always cutting up and yeah. all that and so we make a really good partnership in life as well as in business and it makes being a pit master not lonely I it, yeah yeah you call it lonely work if, without her happily lonely sometimes at night yeah because um, then you can really just get into what you're doing yeah and you gotta love that aspect of it because a lot of times when I'm out cooking she's not in the she's not in the cooker with me she's still in the trailer doing her thing and I'm out there doing mine and your pet and fin. There is one more member the, to your team. This dog is amazing. Oh yeah, you're talking about the um, the always employee of the month, yeah. Macy yeah. the bulldog. <laughs> yep, right. she was alone and or she was alone. Um, she was upside down and snoring when we left the house this morning. Hmm. Um, yeah, she. Oh, got I girl. Think you have to apologize for right. I was sending her with some treats. 
Because <laughs> right. I was just worried Finn would be like, I'm not getting all the attention. What's oh, but Finn's on? getting all the attention. He's such a good boy. The first time I met Macy, I was inside, and they were already talking about that she was in the building. Like, they were like, Macy's here. Macy's and I was like, here. who is this Macy that everyone... <laughs> and then I go out, and it's his dog, and I'm like, oh, of course. <laughs> that makes sense. And always employee of the month. And is it just the three of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. I really love that, yeah. And it's only fr- Thursday, uh, sorry, Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we're Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, soon we're going to add more days and add oh, more yeah. menu items, too. Oh, okay. Um, just because, like, you can't really picture somebody wanting, like, four or five pounds of brisket at 10 o'clock at night, but they might want a really badass taco on a duck, duck fat tortilla. See, that sounds so, good. Yeah. Yeah, so working on tacos and some other stuff to be able to add for, just for bar food for nighttime. Cause, so smaller, like, manageable yeah, stuff where, it's, food stuff where stuff. it's not going to – I mean, I personally, if I'm out drinking or something, I'm not really wanting to eat something heavy to ruin my buzz. So yeah. I might want a taco or some chicharrones. Mm-hmm. Those are good. They are Thank good. You. Uh, that, dude, that was very full yesterday, and I did all that last night. So. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I called y'all during that time. The best bar snacks, man. <laughs> he also smokes ingredients for their infused liquors. Oh yeah, like the peaches and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, um, so we do the, the bar. Yeah, yeah, we do the smoked peach whiskey and. Um, oh, you do that. I was looking at mm-hmm. all those. Yeah, and it almost tastes like scotch, and it's pretty good because it um, puts that man. that that smoke flavor. Yeah, on. it yeah, almost man. brings like a peatiness mm-hmm. out of it. And then I was we right about to order that. Should I would if I known that I would have. And, and then, then oh yeah, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, and then we also do a smoked mango habanero tequila. Yeah, and that that's really really good with ginger beer. What kind of a, tequila are they using in that? You know? I don't even know. Is they're it a they're clear tequila. They're no, it's a yeah. Like a little bit darker one, um, but they're using all local everything for, okay. for as far as their beers, their wines, their seltzers, Any uh, the, their liquors. The, so tall, so, yeah, over there on the men, on the bar menu. Which the, one? So tall, the, the like desert, desert, door. desert door. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I think cool. that's on there. And so we started doing this um, to kind of try and raise money for Southern Smoke Foundation. Yeah, and um, they were putting a lot of um, money into. Being able to help service industry workers that were displaced by um, by Hurricane Harvey, uh-huh. and it had originally started off to uh, um, help fund research for MS, and then it went to Hurricane Harvey help, and then when COVID hit, then it started going towards restaurant workers yeah. and hospitality people that they were displaced by it. Um, we haven't announced this yet, but we're about to um, change focus on that. So, so every a dollar out of every one of those drinks were going to awesome. or were going. Um, to Southern Smoke, we're okay. just saving that money up until we got a good sized donation. Then we donate. Uh, but now I think the charity that we've been looking at is SaveTheDream.net, and it's a foundation where they're building out the Chris Kyle Ranch down in La Jolla. It's a ten thousand acre ranch that okay. they're building out um, to be a ranch and a farm for homeless vets. Oh, really? To be able to go and live and work and be able to have purpose again. So we're going to switch over to that to to try and help out the homeless to build beds. that fund, yeah. And, and that's in awesome. La Jolla, California. Uh, La Jolla, Texas. La Jolla, so Texas. It's, yeah, it's down Rio Grande Valley. Oh yeah, there you Sweet. go. Um, it's going to be keep some Texan. Yeah. What a, are you announcing that though? Uh, I guess we just did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will be up in May during the barbecue month, but yeah. Yeah, um, it's probably going to be within the next few weeks. We need to get okay, the money cool. that the people have already put in. Perfect, um, perfect. And then once we get new batches of booze out, then we'll go ahead and change it so people aren't donating to Southern Smoke or don't donating to this new one thinking it's going to be Southern Smoke. So. Very cool. And is that a collaboration or is that uh, we between the bar and you? Yeah. Okay. So um, we've been working on just like putting out smoke-infused liquors just to have fun with it. I like yeah. seeing a lot of extra colors in the cooker. And it builds also, <laughs> it builds, you know, y'all are teammates, right? So yeah. it builds that sort of camaraderie with oh, each other yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. Makes it more of a family. You know, the, so We're Tom, definitely family. Okay. I'd like to make this uh, connection. Sorry to go back to this, but this is native, right? This this plant here. The, yeah. what, what, only it? wild harvested. Yeah, yeah, only wild harvested, nice. which is like uh, the, the, the correlation is Soryu. Yeah. Right. So awesome. eighth generation. <laughs> yeah. Eighth generation. So let's talk about this a little bit. This is kind of neat. Because uh, we've been... Uh, I mean, I've been wondering in my mind, I'm like, how exactly long ago is that? Yeah, like, what... what? Uh, my family got here in 1805. 1805, And then okay. um, Micah Bird, my eighth-generation grandfather, was one of the first 297 families that were granted leather or granted land in Texas, uh-huh. known as Austin's Old 300. 300. Okay. So that started when uh, Moses Austin, Stephen F. Austin's dad, was making a deal with um, one of the generals of the army for Spain when this whole part of Texas was still owned by Spain. And then uh, Moses died, and then uh, Mexico got that area of Texas during a treaty. So Stephen F. Austin wanted to keep his dad's legacy going with this one deal. And so he learned fluent Spanish going all the way down to Mexico City to be able to broker the deal to still be able to get the land grant. So throughout all the research my my aunt's done, um, she found where that plot of land was that that Micah Bird was granted, and that's known as Washington on the Brazos. Okay. So where the Texas Declaration of Independence was written, signed, revised, signed, that was all on my family's land back in the day. Unbelievable. Very so, cool. Wow. About as Texas as it comes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and then moving uh, the the J and L into the vegan spot. That's that's as Texas as it comes. <laughs> it's kind of a flex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you're not very uh, uh, hidden back there either with that that pit you got. There's a lot of people that still don't know that we're back there because like Uber drop off and everything's in front, so you, they don't you see, see us back there. Plowburger immediately when you walk in, and yeah, I see Plowburger, Mission Street Burrito. But you see your um, smokestack. If you get dropped off in the back, and yeah, then otherwise the you might be just hanging out. Okay, on the, the other side of the coffee shop. Yeah, that's not might. that's not even the back to me anymore because I always come in that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now you know. If you know, yeah. you know, right? Well, and then now there's three food trailers out there. There's a cheesesteak trailer, and then there's also um, Lopan's Asian Kitchen, the big giant what? green trailer that just opened up back yeah. there. Yeah, like like like. Big Trouble in Little China reference. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. yeah. It's right there next to the next to the the shop over there. It's pretty much touching the the seventeen seventy six cheesesteak trailer. What do they make? It's all um, I don't know. It kind of seems like um, like food court Chinese food. Yeah, like noodles and like stuff. Yeah. H Mart. I'm down. Yeah. Well, more H-Mart. more like Panda Express, but vegan. Nope. Maybe they need brisket. Uh, so you can go next door to the cheesesteak place and spend $4 for some, some some steak to throw in your stuff if you want. Or you yeah. can come over for us, get some brisket burn-ins, or yeah. pull off some pull off some of our I mean, best store meat off do. our ribs and throw it in those noodles. Tell all the vegans to just try one burn-in on their food. Yeah. And well, <laughs> we've we've done collaborations with Plowbell before, too, with their scallion pancakes, just making badass brisket and pork wraps. Oh, man, that would be so good. Is it a lot of breakfast really items at the Plowbell? They do that in the mornings for their brunch, and that's oh, okay. what Sunday was. So, Sunday. Okay. yeah, and um, the main time that they have their bows are on Tuesdays. They do like their own version of Taco Tuesday with bow buns. Choices, burning awesome. bow. I love all of her stuff. Mm. Yeah, and when you bite into a pot stick or dumpling or something like that, you're not really tasting what meats in it. You're still tasting the scallion and and the yeah. ginger and soy and all that stuff. So yeah. it, I mean, it's hard to tell a difference with that. Yeah, it's just good food. So I'm gonna go back to the 1805. I mean, that's that's insane. I mean, there must be like a. a like a powerful sense of pride, overwhelming sense of pride oh, definitely. behind that. And then having a, a spot like this, and then I'm going to make both of y'all feel uncomfortable. So when are you going to continue the legacy? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> well, I've been working on 
heavy music. <laughs> That's the best part of practicing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> intimate nights. This is you need the, the Vulcan bathroom. Like for something. <laughs> so, at least a recording, right? Just do it wherever, right? Wherever. Make it happen. I know some good like YouTube uh just like a- ambient noise. Yeah, there you go. ASMR. It's Jason's like, thing. Like whale sounds? I don't know. <laughs> whale sounds. Just like, like relaxing tones and the that. sound of rain. Dolphin and... sounds. Dolphin sounds. You make love to dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> it's porpoise time. <laughs> So you're working on it. Sorry, that's uh, was that, yeah. We was have that to, okay to ask? Yeah, we I mean, we were determined to make a ninth generation Texan. Yeah, you are. boom. That's yeah, all. So. I heard it here. And then raised to in the pit, possibly, maybe, no. definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so our our original plan was just a three year plan of having the cooker or of having the trailer, and then move into a brick and mortar. But you, that was the plan. Yeah, but when COVID hit, and then we went through all the different things with that, and all the the different restarts and. And changes and shifts, we kind of realized that the only thing that saved our business was the fact that we were in a trailer. We weren't yeah. in a brick and mortar. So you're not, not really on that anymore. You're happy where we're you are? We're still on that, yeah. um, but maybe it's shifted to a five-year plan instead yeah. of a three-year plan. Yeah. We have plenty of time. Stack some money. Well, and, and, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, everything that was happening with the that other Buzzmill location, like, you guys were on your – you guys, like, pivoted. I don't even know how many times, like, nope. just – I mean, imagine like you're running a business like, oh, it's not going to be here. It's going to be over here. Oh, wait, no, it's just going to be. Well, first you just thought you weren't going to be doing anything. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, but you can move back. Like the story's crazy. Yeah. yeah um, everything shut down and we were still out there doing it. Yeah. And um, since we were parked behind the building, I keep saying this just because of how hilarious <laughs> it was. But she had made a sign and she was standing out on the side of the road looking like mugging bait. Like, come out here behind this building and get some barbecue. <laughs> we got barbecue. And, um <laughs> And then so we just decided, like, all the other food trailers had already moved out. The, both businesses were closed. They weren't opening. Um, so we just figured that was going to be our very last day of service. So I got a hold of um, Eric Heim, who's in the, the 600, the police station up there, and just told him to like, put it out on the radio for all your first responders. Um, Sunday is going to be our last day, and it's going to be free food for first responders. Yeah. And um, so we cooked up all the last of the food that we had, and— um, everybody showed up, tipped real heavy. We had a lot of support that day from from everybody out there, and it was a, it was a magical day, for lack of better words. Um, gave each other hugs, cried it a little bit. She wrote a joke sign that said, um, "What was that sanitizer site?" Oh, had to paper the windows up and was like sold out. It was like no cash left overnight, no hand sanitizer left overnight. That was back when you couldn't you find, could it. not get hand sanitizer. <laughs> And so, yeah, we decided that we were going to be closed. And then the day after that, we got a got a phone call that that pizza trailer was moving and we could move to the other buzz mill. So we never even skipped a weekend. Awesome. Yeah, man, so that's awesome. Just that kept going. Y'all got to give back huge and then got blessed. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you get what you put out or you get what you put out in the world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so still the only weekend that we closed down was during Snowvid and um, – yeah, we were still able to go to Ranch Rider and still be able to feed the East Side. So yeah, and so y'all gave back then. Yeah, Look at you. I mean, we love the East Side, man. Good job, guys. I've been on the East Side for <laughs> a decade. So, That's actually the you. first place I went when uh, that Monday mm-hmm. when there was snow. We were like, Let's get some coffee, and then we went there, and they were so cool because they were uh, all the registers were off. They didn't have power, but they still opened. They were, and they uh, if if you didn't have cash, they were just giving away uh, cold brew. And it was awesome because 
they weren't even opening the register, so there were just piles of money. So I literally, we didn't even get anything because the line was so long. I just went up because they were cool and threw five bucks on the on the pile of money and just walked out. But they were just <laughs> handing out free cot. Like it was, yeah. That it, you know, you you got lucky finding a cool place to set up. Your, yeah, your whole it's a perfect thing. place. Well, it's it's Jason Sabala. Um, that man is about community and about his family, and one of the most loyal humans I've ever met in my life. When I first met him was the day I started working at Emos because he was the owner. And, um, yeah, he's just a great friend, great family yeah. member. He's yeah. a really, really good dude. And he doesn't, doesn't give a shit. If people need coffee, they need coffee. Yeah. Well, and he's got style with the whole, like, lumberjack theme. I love that whole thing there. I need to join the whatever that, it is called, the wood um, club or whatever. Yeah, that's the Lumber Society. Lumber and society. they started doing weekly meetings again. Really? Yeah. So, What, what they, does the Lumber Society do? So it's kind of trying. It's it's like scouts for adults. Okay. So you can sit there and drink your whiskey and make knives oh, or yeah. drink your whiskey and learn how to make fire with sticks. I like wow, that. that's cool. Like that. just, yeah. So it's, he's kind of just trying to encourage people, get off your damn phone. Yeah. And enjoy people. Sure. Do stuff with your hands and yeah. get drunk. Plus, they also <laughs> the place is open. It's still open twenty four hours, yep. right? Yeah, like there's that's one of only what two twenty four hour coffee shops in Austin. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that it was open twenty four yeah. hours. You yeah. can go get you can go get an Irish coffee at four in the morning. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's well, like maybe beautiful. not the Irish part without <laughs> the. <laughs> oh, maybe wait, what, you gotta yeah. wait till six or seven. I think it's seven. I'm not seven, really sure. Whatever it is, yeah, you can like. Every every day is every hour it's legal. You can drink there, yeah, but or just get coffee. I, I didn't know the the vegan setup. Is that why like you? It's a perfect spot for you because you love the barbecue. But your your friend. Oh yeah, I mean I've got quite a few like vegans. friends that are vegan or vegetarian, right? But, but I even, even they crack. Oh yeah, even I convinced them to try Ben's barbecue. Oh really? So <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that thing. converting. <laughs> well, so. I have a strong. I don't put people in boxes rule. So I have taken many, many people of all different diets to eat barbecue. Oh, yeah. And my thing is like, I'm. it's not like I'm going to post a picture of you unless you, you know, like unless you want me to. But oh. I've taken so many vegans, vegetarians. Like, well, I don't normally do this. And I'm like, I don't care. You barbecue. We're, we're, no Meat day. You here. Yes, yes. We're, <laughs> not gonna, we're not going to tell your parents That's or whoever That's a fun cares. story. The vegan like cheat that. day is, uh, is barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Go Yoni. Yeah, we... Um, we there was a bar that I used to work at called Union Park downtown. When that sold, we kind of took everybody's advice and tried to start our own little jerky business. Okay. Yeah. And we kind of changed a lot of people with our jerky, too. And it was awesome because we'd walk into bars and we'd just, like, toss a bag of jerky in the tip yeah. jar and then just drink for free. <laughs> That's And then nice. sell out of all the jerky that we had just right there while the bartender's eating it. I uh, completely forgot you used to work there. Yeah. Union Park. I used to go there and eat your jerky and hang out and drink beers, too. Hell yeah. I didn't even like the bar, but I like, <laughs> like the jerky. It's jerky. <laughs> do you do jerky still? At all? Um, we do jerky in some aspect every day that we're open just because that's, we don't have a sausage program going just because we don't have the space for it. So I take all my trim and just make jerky out of it. Okay. Oh, it's amazing. And, yeah. Thank you. And Is it like, we don't sell it or anything. You don't sell it? No. Nah. Because so, the pure jerky, right? These guys, yeah. their jerky is like, um, like almost like soft, right? Is How's their jerky? Is it like, like you know, like there's jerky that's it, like it's more like, tough. It's like just... I wouldn't say tough, but it's not like falling apart. Yeah. But it's like exactly how you want. It's I not mean, completely dry. It's still got a little bit of a yeah. chew to it. He's literally just taking random pieces of brisket yeah, being trimmed and turning them it. into like these delectable little. I mean, they're like almost little brisket bites. Yeah. But they're, yeah, they're that perfect amount of dry and it's so, great. And you saying that about it, you want to grow. You want to you want to mm-hmm. be able to do those things yeah. too. 
So there's down the line maybe a brick and mortars. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what our original retirement plan was was hopefully within five years just um, be able to get JNL going enough to where we can get a pretty badass brick and mortar, cool. um, get a bar in it set up exactly how we want, get people trained up. Which I still think I mean I agree with Aaron and Braun that um, it does take three seasons or everybody has to go through the seasons three times to be properly trained on cooking brisket. Yeah, there's just so many different variables every day that you're cooking, oh, yeah. and just to be able to get a consistent product, you have to be able to go through all of that multiple times with all your notes and to be able to to do that. So once we get people trained up enough, we are wanting to take um, the Black Maria our trailer and um, get a 500 gallon cooker and then just take it on the road. Oh, Go yeah. to different states and take people's badass food that they have that's kind of like their state dish, and then just add smoke to it and cook. Post travel up. around and cook. Yeah, like, like post John up. Favreau and Chef. What a sure. great life that would be. Sure, but yeah. with a smoker. Yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me throw a backpack in there, and I'll follow you on a motorcycle. Come on. This yeah. would be like Yoni following the Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, before all the pandemic and everything, I was trying to plan some sort of at least regional or national tour because oh, yeah. there's so much... There's so much good food in America. I, I, yep. I at first I was obsessed with because you know Texas barbecue is taking over the world. It's on every continent. It's in most countries now. Yeah. But like just exploring domestically, there's so much. That good would food. be really cool to watch. Hell like yeah. if y'all trucked it around the United mm-hmm. States and just pulled up. Hey, let me cook at your place. Or just go out to New England and then just post up for like three yeah. weeks or something and then just Oysters see what I could do with all that. Whatever you oh could get God. there. Yeah, make it regional. Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Uh, I think the only tricky thing would be what, what Wood. native woods. Yeah. Smoke uh, clam chowder. Uh, yeah, but... You could line I, I that mean, up here. You know, because yeah. you you have people, but I have a I have an international network of people. You need wood, I'll I'll find you wood. Nice. There you we go. Got Yoni's you. got wood. There's white oaks everywhere. They're just not yeah. all post oak. Yeah. I'm literally, yeah. I'm He's got constantly for you. talking. I was talking to Dave. Per- Have you talked to Dave Peralta yet in the Philippines? Mm-mm. He's like, it's so funny because the way the time is, he'll like, I'll hit him up at like 2 a.m. and then he just wants to talk for like hours. But he's in the Philippines just welding barrels together trying to make some semblance of Texas barbecue. Awesome. And now he's become Meat Dave. And he's in the Philippines making sausage, brisket. He's importing Angus. and I have to meet this guy. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That sounds oh, amazing. Trust me. You'll be you'll be excited, and then you'll be like, okay, this guy needs to stop. Like he'll just message you all night. I, I've been <laughs> learning uh, Tagalog from him. Like Isakang Alamat is like you're the man, and I just always send him that, and that gets okay. him like so psyched. Up. He's he's very excited to oh, yeah. someday come here. I'm definitely going to the Philippines once everything's open. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. You have that network of people all over the world that you can connect with about barbecue. Yes, barbecue's family, man. Yeah, man, it really is, and it really does come back to that. You know, when you said, you know, um, you, you got to take care of things right. You know, we got to cook things with the right with the right recipe and responsibly, you know? and and that's in life. And it sounds like you're doing that. I'm trying well, to. How, Never how can you not fall in love with these people? Um, I already am. Amazing. I have a crush. Like, all they want to do is they they want to be in their happiness at every <laughs> moment. Like like that. I when I when I like sold my last house in real estate, I didn't even look back. I can't even tell you the address. I've forgotten about it because I, I want to hang out with barbecue people. They're I mean, all amazing. When we ate, when we, you, I'm serious. Yeah. Yesterday when we got there and I saw that brisket come out, I mean, first of all, you know, meeting with everybody was was incredible, you know, and the, the camaraderie. Definitely. But then sitting down and getting that brisket and, like, looking at it, you know, you could see it. It was perfect. It was. And then putting the fork under it and lifting it up and it gets the, oh. He likes to do that. Man. <laughs> that's how you, yeah. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. You know, we didn't bring this up with Cade, but and we, we skipped it, kind of the sides. Oh, yeah. This is, this, this is a topic. You had wonderful sides. Like, sides are important. Those green beans. 
And you make that bacon in there. Yeah, and that's, I mean, we sell bacon by the pound now, and we randomly have other food trailers you do um, carry our bacon. We do the BLTs on Sundays. Have you had the BLT? And no. It was another one of those things that was kind of just a joke, kind of like, you know, the one day before my five years at Franklin, just like ironic, like pain in the ass thing just to make a joke. Um, we were making the bacon just for the green beans. So we were going through curing. I believe that. Um, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah was curing it, flipping it for seven days, and then we'd smoke it for five and a half hours, and we'd have that just to put in the green beans. That is incredible. It's like, mm-hmm. what the hell is that? So uh, people started like asking if they could buy it from us, and then so we started selling bacon, and now like Huckleberry randomly had their, um, their BLT, so it was like a BLT with tuna. Uh, last week, and they were carrying our bacon for that. Okay, and we have other places that want to carry our bacon as well. That was a special he was doing. Yeah, okay. BLT and yeah, it's like bacon, bacon, lettuce, tomato, and tuna. Making bacon, BLT and T. I like that. That sounds good. A good looking sandwich. Yeah, you had another bacon that you guys were doing whenever I went there last week. It was like peach tea. Yeah, those were like. You know, on Sundays, I keep inviting you to come cook with me, but um, we have that whole cooker open. We only get the fire going to cook the day's sausage, and then I have it going. So I like taking the bacon, cutting it into about two-inch thick bacon steaks, mm. and then just like do a long, slow smoke with some mango habanero rub, and then cut that into chunks, and then toss it in um, sweet tea peach or sweet tea glaze. That, that stuff is really ridiculous. good. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The wheat uh, interstellar. He did a yeah. Some he did the glaze. sweet tea glaze on this uh, pork belly. Pork belly. Yeah, it was, it was really good, good. stuff too. I, guess, I mean, that's a great match. Those mm-hmm. those flavors. Yeah, you know, throw some peach sure. in there. Oh man. Yeah, and pork belly is so forgiving too. That's so, so wonderful. It's easy to cook. What, okay, so we chef before. Uh, so we have this segment. We talked to you about we chef, right? This little segment. You guys started talking about. Cooking people and stuff, remember? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get into that conversation now? Well, we have a segment called We Chef where he's helping me cook foods for my my daughter so she'll eat more than macaroni and cheese and bean and cheese taco. So um, I guess what are y'all cooking at home when you go home? What do we cook the most of at the house? Tacos, really. Tacos? Lots Lots of fajitas. Yeah, brisket fried rice. Yeah, brisket fried, brisket fried, rice. fried rice is good. Yeah. So, what's the Fuck the fried yeah. rice technique? Are we using a wok? Yeah, of course. Got to oh. use a wok. Got to use a wok. Well, see, I'm I'm learning all. This. We did this we did uh, fried rice. I'm not gonna have a comedian in an orange shirt on YouTube coming <laughs> after me for not using a wok. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that guy's name again? Uncle uh, Roger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, let's yeah, Danny walked me all th- through a fried rice pie. So, what goes in your fried rice? What's your favorite things to throw in there? It's different stuff each time. Yeah, she doesn't time. even eat seafood, so right at the end, I'll throw in some Argentinian red shrimp in there just just for myself after she gets her stuff. But yeah. um. Yeah, I mean, it's scallions, brisket. Yeah, simple, uh, right? That's yeah. good. Yeah, lots of eggs. Yeah. yeah, get that yeah. rice fried up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The thing about me for the soy rice sauce, is fish sauce. you got to coat every grain of rice with the oil. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah That's kind of what rice. he taught me for the, the, mm. the little wee But I was very happy to learn that. That's Just it. leave it there, right? And it can't be fresh rice. It has to be from can't the day rice. So what about this? Because we've been when we want to do it, we just make the rice and throw it in the fridge for a couple hours then go. It's not day old, but it works. Right? It works. Yeah. Oh, what else for we chef? Uh, um, I mean, do you, what, so what, we want to cook a person, right? So, I didn't say that I want to cook a person. <laughs> but right. Joe, if we're not supposed to eat him, why are they made of meat? Exactly. <laughs> but Joe, would but, for uh, the record, can we say you will try this once? Yeah. I'm just saying I would try anything once, <laughs> food wise. I've tried, I've tried some weird things Which in means my time. People tongue, people butt, oh, people man. thigh. No, <laughs> just something uh, muscular, meaty. You know. Yeah, yeah it's uh 
it's it, that okay. So we I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this later. <laughs> we, we were like totally joking about that, but you know we were. So that's our that's our we chef segment. We chef. We chef. We chef. Let's talk about this pit real quick. What's your favorite story about your pit? <laughs> about Marianne? Marianne. Um, and, and did the name did we we haven't talked about? Um, JNL James Nolan Lambert that knows my dad Marianne. My mom was the heart of the kitchen, man. That's where all the warmth in the house yeah. came from. It was was my mom, so I got, had to name the cooker after my mom. Love it. That's um, beautiful. It's a thousand gallon propane tank that was built in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Hi, Finn, you good boy. Built in <laughs> Vicksburg, Mississippi, back in 1969. Um, spent a lot of decades out out in some field until uh, Matt and Caleb Johnson from Millscale Metalworks and dragged it out and brought it to Texas and made something gorgeous out of it. I yeah. love that pit so much. Yeah. Did they, and they put it on the truck and everything. Yeah, uh, we had to get the trailer custom built because I don't just make 20, is it 26, 24, 24 foot, 24 by 8 car hauler trailers. They don't just make those. So yeah. We had to have it custom built and then, you know, they stuck it on there and then had a couple other buddies help us build it out or build out the, the cover for it and all the shell. So. And what the smokestack's 18 foot? Yeah, um, 23 feet. 23, 23 feet. feet. Yeah. So it's as tall as it is long. Yeah. And so that's I heard you talking said. on on with with Yoni <laughs> that uh, that's why it, I mean it, it's the wind can be such a big factor on oh your, the wind's a the factor yeah it is the major factor out of every cook is what your wind speed is and where it's coming from so most of the time we're getting a lot of um, might be getting a lot of northeasterly winds so I made sure that I'm kind of right up against that fence so it's so you thought about that. that when you set the pit in you have to. And if you're not getting any kind of draw, your pitch just turn the wrong way. Just turn turn it the other way. Yeah, you might yeah. fix everything. I, you're the one who told me to turn my pit around, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's <laughs> all I needed to do was just turn my stupid pit around yeah. in my driveway, and it yep. works great now." Nice. Yeah, Very but cool. it's those it's those little little things, like the nuances of doing that. But that's that's well more than three years of seasons. But you know, like that's all that time where you think. Oh, I got to do this, and I got to do this. I got to weld something on here. I got to change. I got to use different wood. I got. You're trying everything, and he's like, "Just turn your pit around," and you're like, <laughs> "Duh." <laughs> Duh. Uh, wind and humidity are the main factors that we have in barbecue. <clears throat> yeah, that you get to adjust for all of that. You can close your stack down to adjust your wind, and you can always add more water to a water pan to to work on your hey, humidity. Do you use a lot of water pans. Yeah. And so, yeah. how long is your That's actual pit? Um, we are. I mean, it's all of Eight, that 24 feet. 18 feet, maybe? There's four doors on it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big yep. pit. 1,000-gallon, 5 eighths thick. How many briskets can you throw on there at a time? 24. 24 briskets. Yeah. Could fit 24 briskets or 32 racks of ribs. What, no. do, you, what do you think you do uh, every weekend? Um, probably doing about 15 briskets a weekend. We're still pretty low on that. It's one of those things where you're still working out pars during whatever event might be happening or whether or not people are coming out yet because of the, yeah. the closure and all that stuff. So nobody wants to eat yesterday's barbecue. So you can't really just cook a whole shit ton of brisket and then hope that people eat, people it. eat yeah. it. You got to put it in a drone and fly it to somebody's doorstep. Yeah, so do you, run like, do you run like history from like forecast from last year to see kind of what you're going to make? There's no way to do that yet. No? Yeah. You have no history, last no? Year, yeah. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, last year was everybody shut up in their, their right. toilet paper igloos. <laughs> so then you're selling out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So we, I mean, we still sell out every day, but it's because we keep our parts kind of low. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that'd be another reason why um, like adding tacos and just easy bites for nighttime would work out a lot better for yeah. us. Yeah. Tacos would be great because we're so close to Valentina's. I gotta ask about like what would you use for the tortillas? Like uh, Carmelo duck fat tortillas is what we're working with. Okay, um, Kansas, right? Yeah, they're out of Lawrence, Kansas. They Have you had really No, but that stuff. sounds amazing. 
Yeah, Doug Fat Tortillas, and then our we're going to do a brisket taco where um, we already made a chimichurri crema to Ooh, go on. yummy. And that was really good. And then yes, yes. our smoky jalapenos that we have at the trailer. Um, yeah, I had those. S- yeah. Smoke a lot of extra garlic with that to make our our Jesus. our sauce our crema Get sauce hungry. for our pulled yeah, pork. Yeah. I want to try the whole menu. Then make can, make a uh, like a, a doña sauce. So that's I can't say that word, but that type of sauce. Why can't you say that word? Because I think uh, Taco Deli coined it. Who cares? Thank Taco you. Deli thank you, Taco Deli. Taco yeah. Deli. Taco Deli. Taco who? Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a little taco factory in Austin. Oh, they make good tacos. Sweet. But they have this oh, sauce, yeah. and it's jalapenos, onions, and like some garlic liquid, and yeah. this emulsified with oil. Really good. Nice. The, the oh, God. Yeah. On top of brisket, that would be amazing. Nice. It's just it's just really delicious jalapeno smoked, cream sauce. Like, yeah, but there's like no cream. Roasted pureed jalapenos. It's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the, and then we're also gonna do a straight up pastor taco. Just pastor. Cause, yes. Because we're yeah, doing our pastor pork ribs already. So that'd be cool if you could get a trompo. Uh, Who has room for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, though. That'd be badass. All of those things. Mm-hmm. So you can cook anything on those. Yeah. And you live you live out, uh, what, 30, 40 minutes out? Yeah, we're about 40 minutes out, just south of Elgin, out in the country. So you can see the stars. So what wait. time do you start to Love fire? Yes. <laughs> um, it just depends on the day. I get there about a little after 6 a.m. on Thursday mornings because I have to cold smoke all my veg and my um, my bacon for the weekend and all that stuff. So when it comes to barbecue, you're always driving whenever the, the, the moon's out, if it's out. Yeah. Yeah, always under the stars. Yep, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. No so you, traffic. B- with no traffic, so between Elgin or here, where are you? Like, where are you eating barbecue? Just at our place. I Just guess. Your place. we don't get out much. <laughs> don't get out much. He's making nah. brisket fried rice. Yeah, brisket fried rice at home. Barbecue. I mean, you want to go brisket home, tacos, right? <laughs> brisket so empanadas. I do want to know your favorite restaurants though here in in the in the Austin. Hmm. Or in Texas. In Texas. In the world, because he's I, a Texan. I love, I love Uchiko, Texas. Yeah. Um, I spend so much, like so much time, just making meat to where it's almost to the point of burnt, to where mm-hmm. just something raw and refreshing is. Oh awesome. yeah, it's amazing, right? Um, I have to rephrase the question because wait, it's not your favorite <laughs> place. Just where, where are the some of favorites? That's fine. <laughs> but, because Yoni's my, he's right. Everybody gives a list. My though. way of doing things doesn't mean it doesn't mean have, have everyone has. I like to your be way of doing right. things for this, right? Because there's no best, right? Uh, I, I haven't even talked to Joe about this, but I'm sure he would agree with me. With what's going on in the different parts of Houston as far as the melting pot of every different cuisine. Oh, yeah. Even thinking about Vietnamese town oh, yeah. like with, with crawfish and noodles. I love that place Hell so yeah. hard. Um, and in Austin, it's really starting to get there where there's people that have come from all over the place bringing what their version of their perfect food is. And and mixing just, cuisines. I mean, look yeah, at Loro. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm just so excited just to be able to see and taste all of that. Yeah. Just because every bite of food that you haven't had before that, that might have a different flavor profile tells a story of where that person has been. And just being able to see that on a plate, it's just it's so inspiring. Yeah. It's so yeah. delicious. Love it. Austin's getting there. I mean, yeah. Houston is just very culturally diverse. They got pockets. So, they got pockets everywhere. Yeah, you can go to a different neighborhood and have, you know, a different different cuisine from a different part of the world every day of the week and try yeah. something new. Yeah. A lot of good spots. but And it's also a lot bigger, though. It, it is a lot bigger, yeah. But, I mean, Austin's growing. It's getting it's very, But Austin is one of the most exciting cities to dine out in the United States. And you said it, right? You know, All these what? the L.A. guys coming here are saying, oh, yeah, better food here. Yeah, I mean, there's places in L.A. that I think are completely unique, and there's nothing like them. But all the guys coming from the West Coast are like, this is a much better food city than Los Angeles. I think well, everybody no one says that. Well, you can afford to eat here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you, you going to bring some of the Kiltoni crew over to J&L? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's so hard with the way, because all those guys are just trying to throw shows and do things so much. Yeah. And their day starts at like 2 p.m. So it's hard because this guy's often sold out by then. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what time do y'all sell out by? Like Every day is different. Like yesterday, we were done at 5. Okay. Around 5. Something like that. But that was brunch. Was that yesterday? Yeah, that's brunch. Is that just like oh, was that yeah. yesterday? So do, do you do brunch on every day? The we don't. Series we don't do brunch at all. You don't just do. You just do your thing. So yeah. barbecue. But yeah. like the, the that's brunch. More people yeah. are out on Sunday <laughs> for brunches. I guess what I was thinking. Yeah. So. Um, it's just it's Sundays are geared towards daytime drinking, so you can still get trashed and then go to sleep early and wake up and go to work. I did like that. Yeah, pretend no, like you no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sundays are it's Sundays by far our busiest day. And that's why we keep throwing that's our right. specials on then because. Again, I'm not having to fill up the cooker to cook for a service the next day, so I can add just whatever we want. Like yeah. Next Sunday, we're um, every last Sunday of every month we're doing our pastrami, and um, there you go. So next next Sunday we'll have our pastrami. So we grind our own mustard with five one two pecan porter, yes. and then serve it on pumpernickel with some uh, some pickled red onion. It's a damn good sour. It sounds really sour, good. Awesome sandwich. It does sound good. Mm. Um, so we have our BLTs and pastrami's that day. Do you ever try the pastrami rib? You ever do a pastrami yeah. rib? So when Hurricane Harvey happened, uh-huh. um, there was some guys. I guess he was uh, the current brisket. The or at that point, he was the brisket king of Brooklyn. Um, oh, what's that guy's name? I like that title. Um, it's like the king of Chicago Porter guys. Those guys? No, Billy Durney? It, it wasn't Billy. I, I, <laughs> that's his name. That's escapes, name name anyway, escapes me right now, but um, kind of, kind of. Yeah, I'll take one, please. Yeah, more drinks. Um, but yeah, so so these guys came down just to do kind of a, a relief cook for for Harvey, and they were doing pastrami beef ribs. And that day, I was up there up at Franklin five o'clock in the morning, um, just uh, grilling off the the figs for their figlet beer for Jester King. And so I just got to hang out with those guys for hours. And um, Thank you. yeah, they had pastrami beef ribs that they had brought down to, um, or that they had done a cook with for a relief benefit that they were doing. And they still had, like, one whole rack of just four ribs that they brought for us to try. And, man, that was kind of life-changing. Oh, yeah. Just having badass barbecue cooks from, from Brooklyn doing their pastrami the way they do it up there. And, and yeah, that was, that was an amazing moment. Glad I got to be a part of that. Pastrami's a process, right? It takes a week. Yeah. You're pickling a brisket. At least, yeah. 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 Pickling a brisket. I mean, sometimes longer. Yeah. You know, some people go, I guess, like two, yeah. three weeks Well, the first time in the, the brine. Yeah, the first time that we did it was during Snowbid. So, um, and we're talking about the rib, right? I'm sorry, I stepped away for a second. Uh, um, brisket, brisket. Yeah. just talking about pastrami in general. Um, and so, since we were shut down that weekend, we didn't get our pastrami's going. So, we had our first pastrami that was our tryouts or our, our taster. Um, that sucker had been sitting in there for two weeks. Oh, yeah, and it was amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> this last one didn't have an, as much of a chance to, to get it going, but I've I've figured out tricks to alleviate okay, that. Okay, cool. Time. I just put JNL pastrami in all caps in my calendar on Sunday. Nice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, pastrami's amazing. I love pastrami and the art yeah. of it and the time. You know, it's even more time to your cook, you know, because you got to wait 7 to 14 to 21 days. And you're like, is yeah. that meat ready? Yeah, the same same, you know? same with our bacon. I mean, she's she cures all of the bacon and then does all the flipping, all the, the care for it. I just smoke and cut it. It's a labor of love. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And y'all are working together to create that. It's awesome. Yes. The, That's uh, what it's all about. You said pickled onion, no sauerkraut, none of that? No, just because, um, so we, it's hard to do like a regional food in Texas and then put your stamp on it when it's somewhere else. Uh-huh. 
So that's why, like, even our pulled pork, there's no such thing as Texas pulled pork. Uh So we do it Carolina style. Mm -hmm. And I got to cook with Rodney Scott, and I got to cook with Sam Jones, Michael Letchworth, and be able to, like, learn their tricks. Well, you give a nod to them, too, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. And I love those guys. Just sitting up, cooking a whole hog with Rodney Scott all night, drinking a bottle of Jameson, just shooting Mm -hmm. the shit, talking about about guns and cooking animals. It's so awesome. I like how you threw Michael Letchworth in there. That's awesome. Michael's awesome. Um, What about this? what is what goes in? Speaking about a barbecue, what that's a, it's a wahio, uh, wahio pepper based. Oh yeah, barbecue sauce. Okay, um, it was very, very good. good. Yeah, good. But yeah. So um, we do our Carolina style pulled pork, which like I try to keep it true to. Um, we had that East, Eastern North Carolina, and you gave us the vinegar sauce with it. Yeah, yeah, mm, that was good. Yeah. Which that's an Eastern North Carolina style sauce. Then you might go, you might drive two hours west. And then there, it's going to be like more of a, a tomato-based sauce or a ketchup-based sauce. So it's all regional for that. So with what we we're doing with our pastrami, I didn't want to add a kraut to it and make it a Reuben because that's not really a Texas stamp on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I try and make it exactly like a brisket. I want a nice crunchy bark on it mm-hmm. and um, just has to have all of that. And then you open it up and it's just really, really pink. And this is on Sunday? Yeah. Next okay. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, you guys want to meet us? Sunday. Meet me there? Sunday. Yeah. I'll come back three weeks later. I was around. supposed to go to Houston, right. but I'm not going to Houston now, so I'll be here. Sweet. <laughs> you, oh, you're not going now? No. Okay. You spend a lot of time over there, yeah? Uh, I think I've been by like three times in the past couple months. I mean, the first time I went, though, they were out already, so. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I what got, time should we go? But you still got a whole slab of bacon out of it. Oh, man, <laughs> I did. <laughs> we should bring we should bring some stuff with us, right? Because you'll be running the pit on Sunday, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to We can cook, play? Yeah, just right. uh, let me know in advance, and I'll, I'll make sure I have extra wood for it. That's right, cool. the last Sunday. So next Sunday, or are we at the last Sunday? We're not at the last Sunday. No, yet. next Sunday is the last Sunday. Yeah, is next it? Sunday is. Okay, cool. I see that. Sweet. Yeah, and even if you guys want to bring like tomahawks or something yeah. like that, just sweet. I mean, we could hit up good stock. Yeah. Yeah, we could cold smoke that for an hour or so. Just do like that reverse sear and then take it off and then just take a torch to we it. We saw Yoni do it on on the, 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 the camera. Oh, that audition. I, yeah. I did. Uh, I don't. Did they send you a thing? They were hitting up like every barbecue person on Instagram about auditioning for some national beef commercial. I and I did, so. a, <laughs> I did a caveman style at CM nice. yeah. to audition. <clears throat> With a reverse sear on it, it was. Right? Yeah. yeah. Caveman style is basically put in the smoker and then throw it in the coals. Oh, Straight yeah. on the coals. Yep. Which I, takes a lot less, or it takes a lot longer time than you would imagine because the meat just snuffs out your coals. coals. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you got to have a good hot fire, right? Yeah, yeah, but then there's no airflow under it. I did so it with you a. Just kind um, of snuff it out. Yeah, yeah. I did it with a tomahawk. I cooked it in the in the circulator for like 36 hours or something like that and dried it off and put it right on the coals. You hit New on Year's it? Eve? It was so good, dude. <laughs> it he was is, amazing. Just yeah. speaking my language. Watch out, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, mm. So if we're not going to go into like favorite maybe restaurants, I mean you guys are working going home. How about like breweries, places to drink at, or anything like that, or be- favorite beers? I drink awful beer, man. Like if I can't mow the yard, if I can't drink a twelve pack of it and mow the yard with it, I'm not really drinking it. So, so what okay. are you drinking, Medela? Yeah, you should yeah. drink those, um, man. Yeah, these are uh, good. good. The diet pills by Infamous. I'm, I'm drinking Miller Lite. Yeah. I, Miller I was <laughs> I was religiously drinking Lone Star, and then. Um, it's like I need to go on a diet, so I switched to Miller Lite, and I lost about lost almost twenty pounds in two weeks. Really? Yeah. Wait a minute, just switching Lone beers. Star to Miller Lite. Yeah. How, how, well, they got Lone Star Light too. How, di- how different awful. are they? <laughs> Why is is Lone Star? Uh, one is light, 
The, the mil- oh, Miller. Lunch time is like Budweiser. <laughs> Light means or, diet. <laughs> that, is, you, that is insane. The, this is how you lose weight right here. Yeah, you yeah. have like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Or you yeah. drink these, the skinny bees. Also, I've been drinking these and then... Um, 100 calories. Skinny bees. <laughs> 100 calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been drinking these and then the Corona seltzers because you could still you know drop a shot of vodka in there and it's tolerable. Those yeah. skinny bees, that's actually more calories than a Miller Lite. Uh, Miller Lite is just such a term, Miller Lite, to me that I didn't even. What is Miller Lite? Is, like yeah. 87? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. just like 70 to 80. Yeah, I could drink an 18 pack of that in the Yard. And There's 70 to 80 calories in a Miller Lite? Most beers are around 100. Not the ones like I'm drinking. Like a Guinness is like 90. No, he's drink- his are like 370. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I can't drink a lot of beer, but. What I've found that I do really like is everything that comes out of Pint House Pizza for some reason. Yeah, because we got the Hazy Dude. IPA. Yeah. But I mean, it was a, it was an IPA that we got yesterday, and I can't remember the name of it, but Electric the, Jellyfish is like my favorite thing ever. Jelly's good. Well, I think the one that he said it was called Hazy IPA. It, it was, was a Hazy IPA, but there was a name for it. Yeah, because Jellyfish is. is also a Hazy IPA. Oh, I but, thought he just, okay, yeah. Every time I go in there, I tell them they need to, they made a Canadian lager for a while that was like... The, it was like Molson Canadian, but better. I grew up in the Northeast, so I drank a lot of Canadian beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they their Canadian lager is like, I don't know if they cold filter it different, but they don't make it very often. So if you see it at Pine House. Try it. Yeah, I, I, I put it out there as much as I can. Make more Canadian lager because they killed it. That infamous Sweep the Leg Johnny, that peanut butter beer they had yeah. there. Oh, that stuff was so <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. we got uh, some infamous beer in there. We got a um, chocolate, chocolate stout that's down there that nice. they got, Invader Coffee. Yeah, if oh, yeah. we can get... You guys to come back sometime in the future. We'll cook a dinner for you, and that's yeah. the dessert. It's a, it's a, it's the float. chocolate, the chocolate nice. beer on top of a Mexican vanilla ice cream. Oh, looking, yeah. oh, sounds for, good. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for Amy's ice cream to. Uh, we got ice cream. We, we can do make have ice one cream today. Yeah, y'all want to float? We can do a float. You guys are gonna look like NASCAR drivers with like seven. I know. Like, <laughs> like well, I was, and we were thinking about getting jerseys for people who come in, and they can get like decorated with how with their episode numbers <laughs> right down their sleeves. Because Joe, now now you're, I don't know what episode this is, but like one forty seven, something like that, right? Ish. Yeah. So, so yeah, go ahead. So, what's your favorite muscle of meat to cook? On the smoker, um, still the most challenging for me. It's brisket, of course. Yeah. Um, any tenderloin off of any animal is always going to be delicious. Um, ribeyes, ribeyes, yeah, whole rib roll, bone rib, in. Ribeyes are so good. Yeah, ribeyes are so good. Tomahawks, that'd be great. Right? I love to. I love cooking tomahawks. That'd they're, be fun. they're a lot of fun, especially with a good um, verde salsa or like a, a chimichurri with it. Um, I like the yeah. ribeye and the uh, the circulator. Does that like? What, do you own a circulator? I have one, but we haven't even screwed with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, These guys don't have time to do this. Stuff. Yeah, you're busy. <laughs> but you could put the circulator on the well, truck. Whatever. Tra- that trailer's as big as this room right here. Well, right, but that would be so counterintuitive, right? Cooking in there, right, with all the... Yeah. That shit, right? I'd use it. I, I <laughs> right on. Well, yeah. Um, I guess we can uh, we can wrap this up, right? Does anybody want to add anything here? Go eat J&L Barbecue. Yes, on Sunday <laughs> now. On Sunday yeah, for pastrami. Sundays. Pastrami day. Sunday. Who knows? That might be our, our jam every it Sunday. It might be the last Sunday. Sunday. You should get it. Yeah. Um, and it may very well be the last Sunday ever. So you should get <laughs> it. I, don't know what's gonna I, I just uh, want to say I'm really excited for his tacos that he's talking about. Oh, yeah. That's going to be incredible. I didn't know anything about that until like last week. 
And now it's on my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to stop. I mean, tacos happens. are powerful in Texas. Especially oh, yeah. with duck fat yeah. and the tortilla. Yeah. And then like a hot flour tortilla, whatever, with yeah. duck fat in there and then a delicious brisket or whatever meat you put in there and then your sauce and maybe some pickled onions. It's it's merely a vessel for magic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd, still, I'd still, still eat brisket at like 2 o'clock in the morning after drinking one night, but... It's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for you. I don't know about that. It's all about barbecue delivery systems. Yep. Mm. Uh, we, we, oh, there's an all-day drone service in the works, right? Sweet. I like the. I like what you just said, face. though. <laughs> barbecue delivery systems. You've got it's like the store. You got white bread. You've got tortilla. Yep. You got pizza. You got fried rice. You got whatever. The Wrap it up and fry it. The most insulted that I've ever felt the entire time we've been up there, and I bitched about it to her the day it happened. I'm standing there on the other side of the cooker, just like kind of hiding out, smoking a cigarette, and then I feel something hit my head, and I look up, and there's this grackle just oh, yeah. yelling mm. at me. And I look down, and there's a tortilla, and another grackle snags it and runs off with it. So this son of a bitch was up there with the tortilla, and then just dropped it on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you got the idea to start making tacos? No, no, no. That's just being a fat ass, but it was still, you are talking about like a, a tortilla delivery system, it's like that happened with a grackle. That is hilarious. I love it. That's a good story. That bastard. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys having us on. Yeah, it was Absolutely. fun. It's been a good conversation, just hanging out. Yeah. Love good it. fun. Yoni, Joe, thank you guys for coming. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for your barbecue. Oh, thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. We'll we appreciate it so another, much. Uh, a, a dinner. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, we're done. Yeah. And we'll and see you Sunday. And if you all are even thinking about it, just look up JNL on Instagram and you will be decided to go there. Oh, yeah. The brisket. Look, the look turkey. Look it up on like a, a Wednesday night or a you mm. know, plant. Yeah. And that slaw. <sighs> Everything. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was I mean, the white bread was even good. It's a solid menu. It is a solid, solid, solid. All right, guys. All right, guys. Cheers. Thank you Cheers. Again. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. Good. As always, a sincere thank you to Branch Rider Spirits for providing the official beverage of the Austin All Day podcast. Whether it's the Ranch Water, the Chilton, the Tequila Paloma, you can't go wrong. And we thought this through. We have the official hangover cure for the Austin All Day podcast, and that's a Rambler. Get a Yalpanti energy drink or a sparkling water and ramble on. Ramble on.